What's up? You're you're listening to the World Wide Waves Radio. You're tuned in to the World Wide Wave. I'm your host, Fez. You guys know me. I'm the I'm um You guys know me and you and you and you guys like me, so um thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to me talk. I I can't explain uh, how important thoughts are and how important it is to listen to people's thoughts and we're like really just to listen to people talk. Um, I was thinking the other day, you know, some people, I don't know, with like social media, there's this thing where like some people are cynical about social media. They're like, yo, why are you why do you have to post on social media all the time? Like, why are you going, why are you going live on Instagram or whatever? And like, yeah, a lot of people are annoying as hell on, on social media. And so like, like obviously like you don't, you don't follow them. You're not, you're not supposed to follow those people. Um, I just think people like that are kind of fucking dumb because it's like, yo, like we're all like, we're humans on earth. We're just, like, getting by. We're just, like, on a... We're just, like, doing whatever it is, like, we're doing. But, like, the main thing that we do is, like, talk and communicate. Like, that's the main thing that humans do. So the idea that, like, you can... Like, you can't... Or the idea that someone is, like, cynical about someone else putting out themselves talking or, like, content or, like influencers or like whatever i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but um oh man social media is cool because it's media and it's social it's like we can't have like social stuff like society like that's all we are and then media i guess you can argue about like I like I work in media like this is what I do I create media so it's like of course I'm gonna use social media and like I have to do that it's not I have to I guess there's people there's great artists who like don't use social media but like if you're someone who like social media is like negative for you or has like a like I don't know you're just dumb like you just don't know how to use it or let me stop talking about this. This is what I'm trying to say. I like listening to people talk. Well, yeah, like yeah, in general, I like listening to people talk, so I like anything that allows me to listen to other people's ideas. Um With that being said, there's something beautiful about like not consuming any media and just I guess being just like connecting with like nature or, like, the physical things that are directly around you. Um, that's something I, I lack. Like, I don't know... Um, I don't know survival skills. Like, I need to know survival skills. I don't know anything about how to, like, um, manipulate the physical uh, world around me to carry on and function in life. I'm very much handicapped and like reliant on on like you know products and and stuff like that anyways 
as you can tell, this is going to be a very disjointed episode. Um, I didn't really have anything planned for this, which I, I guess I apologize for. I've got, I've been off the like interviews recently, which is my bad. Um, I've got two that I'm like, that are like in the works of being done. Actually three. I'm really excited to interview, um, a man by the name of Deep Prasad, who is a, like a genius quantum scientist, like quantum physicist, you know, something like that. And, um, but the reason I'm going to interview him is because of his, um, I guess his public persona within the UFO community. This, this man has one of the most, um, intense encounters with the phenomenon that I've ever uh, came across, just like the detail of it. And what what draws me to him so much is that he is exactly the type of person who I would want to talk about this with and exactly the type of person who it's in a way ideal for this phenomenon to happen to because he is... On the one hand, he's very much into the phenomenon. He has had experiences and he's, you know, you know, t- thinks and talks on that abstract level of things. And it's because he's like a quantum physicist. So he he has the language. If anyone has the language to ta- start to even try to talk about these things that go on and the on the fringes of reality, like he is the person. So I'm really excited to speak to him um, about his work, like his work and what he does. I believe he has his own company that does research and experiments and like genius shit. Um, we need, uh, he's just like a great figure in the, in the UFO community that I've come across because he brings such a technical, um, and like, I guess, intellectually cautious approach to the phenomenon, which I think increasingly I have seen, but this guy to me is like the perfect person to talk about this with. So um, really excited for that one. Also, I will be interviewing a former professor of mine by the name of Toke Thompson, who is an anthropologist, an author, um, a folklorist. He has some uh, really good ideas and work um, in, a, in, I guess, a field called post-human folklore. Um, but his class... It was a class about Native American Indians, and that class um, definitely gave me a lot in terms of informing my perspective and expanding my perspective. And really, I credit him as getting me, or that class as really getting me into anthropology and realizing that the current uh, epoch is an arbitrary one, and we can't begin to understand the present moment until we have a solid understanding of the past and how civilizations um, rise and fall and are preserved and influence other civilizations, whether they're contemporary or long after those civilizations. And then I'm going to be interviewing um, another friend of mine by the name of Aaron Ginuth. Um, I don't know if that's how you say his last name. I'm going to have to ask him that. 
it could be genus or like genus or like genus or like genus. I don't know. Um, but he's doing a lot of cool stuff. He's he's engaged in the psychedelic um, policy reform research. Uh, I guess I don't know community building area. Um, I've had a few talks with him, and he's he's really he's a really great guy with a lot of also a lot of great perspective. So be on the lookout for those. As you can tell, this is a it's a very disjointed episode. I almost didn't do an episode today, but I think like consistency is key. And at the end of the day, it's just like me talking and like, I could have not put out an episode this week or I could have just like put out or I could have just like sat here and talk about like some stuff that's like somewhat interesting. And it's like, I'm not hurting anyone, you know, I'm not hurting anyone by putting out like a mediocre episode of, of this podcast. Um, and I started to realize that people, like in the last few days, two people told me that they had listened to, to this and I had no idea that they would have listened to it. Um, so it was like good to hear, I guess, you know, um, we're, we're out here and we're putting out sounds and people are resonating with those sounds. And that's all what it's about that goes back to what I was saying earlier about just people talking and ideas and it's like no matter how you get those ideas across what whatever form it is whether you think it's a stupid form of media or like at the end of the day it's it's you say words and you you think of thoughts and you you make those thoughts into sounds through your vocal cords and your mouth and your tongue. And those sounds travel through the air as a wave. And they hit someone else's eardrum and their eardrum vibrates in a manner that recreates the sound that you said that left your mouth. And then it goes and then it gets connected to their brain and then it goes into their brain and then like the exact they do the reverse of what you did when you put a thought into a sound they put us they make the sound back into a thought and it gets decoded in their head and like basically what i'm saying is that's all it is like that's all anything is in terms of um i guess auditory communication so uh, and you can do anything with it. You can sing songs. You can, like, insult someone. You can tell someone you love them. You can, like, cast a spell on someone, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a cool way to, uh, to think about things, I guess. I think Terrence McKenna once said that we are we are telepathic. We're all telepathic because we communicate brain to brain. We just have to use sounds to... I'm totally butchering this, but, like, he was saying in the essence of it, like, we are telepathic. There's just, like, extra steps. And as I was explaining that whole eardrum shit, like, I, it makes sense to me, man. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, that's like, some crazy shit. Like, that's... When you explain it that detailed, it's, like... It's, like, magic because, you know, I... I, I don't want to say we, we're not supposed to understand how these things work, but, like, we do, obviously, because we have scientists, we know what vibrations are and shit, and, and the more you learn, the more incredible the world becomes. 
this is my last week of college, which is cool. And I'm doing a, uh, I'm giving a presentation like on psychedelics tomorrow, which is also super cool. Um, no, I don't want to do that. I just thought about practicing my presentation on here, but that's fucking stupid. I'm not going to do that. So if you are listening to this, um, I have something very important to tell you. And that is that Springfest 2021 presented by USC Concerts Committee featuring the Trojan Marching Band, USC Songgirls, the USC Spirit Leaders, headlined by Zoo, a world-renowned artist and USC alum, will be premiered this Friday, April 30th at 5 p.m. on our YouTube channel, and on our website, so definitely, if you like, if you're listening to this, and you don't watch that, go to sleep, man, you know, go to sleep, that's all I have to say to you, um, but yeah, no, go follow, like, at USC Concerts on Instagram, I'm gonna just say that this is the most ambitious college show ever produced by anyone, and you know what else, I've been thinking, I haven't, I didn't watch that many live streams this year during COVID, like virtual concerts or like digital video content, whatever. Like I watched some of them. I didn't watch too many, to be honest, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say this. What we're about to release on Friday takes the cake. I will not have ever seen a cooler uh, piece of musical video than the one we produced. Um, So shout out to... USC Concerts Committee um, and everyone on the team and everyone who made this happen because this is probably the most important thing I've ever done and um, I can't wait to share it with you guys. So go to ConcertsUSC.com or go to USC Concerts on Instagram or go to, you know, fucking USC Concerts Committee on YouTube. Um you'll find an Eventbrite somewhere in uh, among that uh, where you can register and, and watch the, uh, you can watch the show. So it's going to be insane. Um, a huge thank you to Gabby Song for being on the program last week. Um, we had an amazing conversation about UFOs and dreams and everything in betweens. And uh, yeah, it got, it got a good, um, it had a good reception. It was great. It was like one of my favorite types of conversations to have. And that's really what this is about. That's really what this program is about. But um, because of that, there was like, we were at the beach, so there was like a bunch of like background noise. So yesterday I actually bought like a, a like a, you know, one of those like handy recorders, like a tape recorder basically. Um, so it'll be easier to like do interviews and stuff like that on the go, you know, because this is what this is what I do and we're leveling up we're leveling up I'm gonna be out there just recording sounds because again sounds um you know all you need is an eardrum and then you have an idea I also need to be better about just recording and my recording practices like sometimes I'll be like moving around or like touching the microphone and it'll like you'll hear it um or like I'll I'll move the microphone too far away from my mouth and then it's a little bit too quiet. 
you know, I need to get one of those proper podcast mics where it's like on a little swivel and it's just like, oop, and it comes up and you don't have to even touch it. But I'm just like holding it. I'm just holding it right now. But yeah, we're making moves out here at Worldwide Waves Radio. We're leveling up every single day through our technical production as well as our thoughts that we have here. We're always leveling up. Oh, you know what might actually be fun to do for this episode is, like, call some people. Maybe I should just call up some friends and, like, talk to them and see what they're up to. This is fucking lit, dude. Like, I don't give a fuck. This is what it is. This is all it ever was, dude. It's the greatest podcast ever, dude. I When I'm famous or something, if, if so, like... And like these, and then you guys come back to these episodes. It's like the deep cuts. It's like, damn, this was Worldwide Waves Radio, episode nineteen, all the way back in twenty twenty one. It's like, yo, what's up, future fan? I'm you. You found me. You found me. I'm, I'm the little colonel at the in that Fez used to be. Anyways, um, I'm gonna Facetime my friend Laura real quick and see if she responds. Can you hear the thing? Is the audio good? Am I moving the microphone around too much? Is it close enough to my... Oh, hey, Laura. What's up? Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Uh, Not much. I'm I'm just recording, like, my podcast right now, and I, I didn't really have anything planned for this week, so I just decided to start calling people. So I called you. Oh, what's up, dude? fucking happening did you see the pink moon tonight oh shit oh shit no i heard about it though oh fuck was that today wait there was a no dude i read about that i read about that before and um the connection i read about the other day and i was like damn like i've heard of about like blue moons and like red moons and like harvest moons like i had never heard of a pink moon but pink is like my favorite color ever so Fuck, oh, man. same. Dude. You're rude. I was just about to say also, that. <laughs> um, I heard the pink moon fucks up Scorpios. <laughs> Are you a Scorpio? No. Oh. Yeah, no, I believe it. Like, that's probably the truth. Yeah, I don't know too much about, like, astrology, but it's definitely facts. Like, it definitely makes sense. What? How is Springfest going? Oh, thanks for asking. I was just talking about Springfest. Um, it's, like, going. It's, 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 like, done. We're just in, like, marketing promo mode right now. I don't know, like, I'm being awkward because I don't know how close to hold the phone to the microphone. I was saying earlier, too, like, I'm not... Like, I'm still getting the hang of, like, audio and, like, how, how, anyways, anyways, um, we're fine, though, I'm overthinking it. Yeah, so, uh, tune into Springfest on Friday at 5 p.m., um, at, at concertsusc.com, make sure you're following USC Concerts on Instagram, uh, we announced our headliner today, I don't know if you saw or not, did you see it? No, I do not see the promos I've been looking through. Oh, hey, Laura, real quick, why don't you go, why don't you hop over on Instagram and just give USC Concerts a follow? Um, 
There's actually a lot of great content on our story right now because we did a little headliner reveal and like sneak preview with the radio station, which we're actually broadcasting on right now. That's what this is. Um, hey, Fred, can we, you say that handle one more time? Just USC concerts. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then like, and then like hit enter. So I'm, I'm doing it. So yeah. Um, How's your last hope, few weeks of school going? Oh, it's my last week right now, actually. Same. <laughs> really? <laughs> I just got a really funny text. Uh, thanks though. Um, yeah, I gotta like finish this project today at night, and then I gotta present it tomorrow, and then um. Uh. Oh, shit, dude. You know what I realized? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like, one of my professors emailed us, and he's like, oh, I hope your guys, like, I've heard, like, I've gotten a few, like, book reviews back from you guys. Just want to make sure, like, you guys are all turning those in by the end of, like, the week. I guess this whole semester, we I was supposed to be reading this book, and, like, now I have to, like, write a report on it. But I haven't been reading the book, so... I'm sure it's actually um it's like my favorite class so like I'll do it and I'll I'll, I'll throw something together um do you know you're Japanese do you know yeah, uh sure. you know Ikigai no but he sounds oh cool. dude no you're sh- nah it's not a person dude how do you not know what Ikigai is I don't know tell me school me so Ikigai is like this word that. I like I kind of want to tell you to just look it up but okay it's like this word that means it's like something you like to do or like something you love to do something that benefits others something that you can make money off and something that like benefits the world or something it's like four different things and it's like it's because it's like a branding class so like the whole idea is like find your find like your icky guy which is like your I guess it's like your purpose, but it's like, it's like, like we don't have a word for it in English, and the Japanese word for it is like ikigai, and I guess the book, I guess that's what the book is. So. What's your ikigai? Um, I don't know. Probably like, I don't know. I think, like, I don't know, art, media, this podcast maybe. Shut up, dude. Um, so, yeah, uh, you just reminded me of that. That's another task I have to complete this week. I think I can probably just find a, find a, um, what do you call it? Spark notes. Yeah. But so the book is about Ikigai? Yeah, I think the book is called Ikigai. Yeah, it's like one of those eat, pray, love, but it's not, no, it's not like eat, pray, love. It's one of those, like, I don't even want to say self-help because I sound like a fucking cuck when I say that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I haven't been reading it, but I like the concept, so. You should definitely soft that link when you buy it. Okay, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, so how have you been? Do you have anything to, like, say to, like, the internet or... Or like what? Yeah. Like what do you do? Like what are you up to? 
wrapping up the semester, just wrote a paper about bipolar and um, like background on bipolar and like treatments for it. It was pretty interesting. Learned some new stuff, read some new research. Um, checked out, tried to check out the pink moon. So trying to get the vibes in this last little bit of graduation time. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling super emotional with like graduation happening around the corner. So wait, just trying to like. Wait, so you did see the pink moon? No, but I'm trying to do stuff that I'm trying to like, like the moment. I wish I saw it, you know? Yeah, there was also a meteor shower recently, like next week. I, I did not see any of it, so rip. Yeah, dude, my little cousin was telling me about it. Oh, my God. Did your little cousin see it? I don't know. Probably, maybe. It was his birthday on 420. Are you kidding me? That's fucking iconic. Yeah, it was, yeah. A little kid to have a 420 birthday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it was super cool. Um, but yeah, dude, um, how do you feel with, like, graduation happening? Oh, I'm excited. I'm graduating on May 17th, and, uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, like, I feel, like, I'm glad it's happening, and I'm looking forward to it, and it's like, I don't want to go to school anymore, so, can't complain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm May 17th as well. It's just, we have three weeks left, dude. It's my last week, too, and, like, I don't know, I'm just kind of emotional about it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, super emotional all the time. <laughs> you know what, dude? The power of being a female. Oh, uh, uh, girl, are you a girl boss? Yeah, I'm a girl boss. Are you a... Are you a girl so, like, tell me more about, like, what what being a girl boss entails and, like, what... Is it stressful? Like, is it... Do you, like, is it hard, like, carrying the weight on your shoulders just, like, knowing that you're a woman in a man's world? Fez. <laughs> I'm sure like you didn't say that, brother. <laughs> What are you not a woman in a man's world? Just being a total girl boss right now? No, you t- like actually though, it it is that situation. Like it's still a man's world, but we're getting we're getting to a new future. We're working on it. Wait, do you identify as a feminist? Actually, I don't. Oh, fire! <laughs> Why not? Yeah, because I just can't really. I I don't. One thing I don't fuck with is like cancel culture. And I feel like a lot of feminists. Oh yeah, keep talking. That. Keep talking. Yeah, well dude, like I just I I think people should have second chances and like I just don't fuck with like how the whole feminist music n- sorry, movement is kind of about like I mean I guess retribution is justified, but like it's just it's a little it's a little overkill from for me. I but I support like a lot of feminist beliefs. And I support the idea of, like, woman powerhood and, like, power. Is powerhood a word? Yeah, no, I, I, that's great. Did you ever go to the Women's March? I totally did. I went to, like, the, like, back home in San Francisco. I went with my, my dad and my mom. And my dad was, like, totally for it. And I, I support, like, men that support women. And Dude, my mom made a, my mom made a pussy hat. Yeah, and your mom's a freaking badass. Dude, my mom's a girl boss. 
your mom is the ultimate girl boss. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm I'm personally a feminist. I don't know why you're not a feminist. That's extremely sexist. Um. Well, you know, we, to each his own. Like, maybe I'll get there one day. Maybe I'll be a feminist. I'm not like closed off to it. Yeah. But, like, no, right I'm, now, I mean, I'm just kidding. Like, I don't. It's like I don't. I'm like. It's like. It's like I, I don't know. I don't like actively identify as a feminist, but like. I don't know, dude. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like a lot of people who do that are like very. They're like girl bosses, you know. Yeah, I respect the girl boss. I, I don't respect. I don't respect the hate, you know. Yeah, there's so much hate, uh, disguised as like, um, like virtuosity, I guess. Yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of people do things for the wrong reasons, or they just don't do it with the right intent, and it and it shows. So until I see like. Until I see, like, a movement where I can really fuck with it, I don't know. I don't really know if I identify with a lot of things. I think I just try and be a good person. That's, yeah, no, that's what it is. Any, um, well, you know what it is. It's because it's an is, it's because it's an ism. Like, any ism is inherently flawed. Like, if you subscribe to any ism or call yourself, or you're an ist, if you're any ist, like, do you know what I'm saying? Do you know where I'm going with this? I know what you mean. Yeah. Why do we have to label things? Like, I'm just Fez. Like, I'm just Fez, and I'm whatever my thoughts are. Like, I am whatever I am. Um, Like, yeah, like, I'll align probably with feminists, like, most of the time. I'll align with, like, I people who identify as, like, socialists sometimes. Like, definitely not all the time. Like, I'll, I'll identify with, like, capitalist ideas, and it's, like, this I, this notion that, like, you have to, like, choose a side... Or, like, think that one is right and the other is wrong is it's fucking stupid, you know? Yeah, I think I think we should just, like, chill with the us versus them mentality, too, as much as possible. Because when you put things into categories and labels, you really just enable that. And, like, it hasn't really gotten us very far. It's just all this hate. That's the mm. point. Got to get rid of the hate. I don't fuck with the hate. You got you got spread love. You got spread love for sure. Exactly. That's what it. That that's what it's all about. That's what it be. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. Thanks for um. Thanks for your take. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. That's dope. Well, congratulations on on graduating. I suppose. Do you want to? Do you want to let us know, like, what your plans are after graduating? I know you got a pretty sweet gig lined up. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Yeah, I will be, I'm still planning on um, moving out to Cincinnati, Ohio, to work with General Mills. Um, yeah, it'd be, be sick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm Cincinnati. excited. I'm excited to. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I call it. They call it Cincinnati. I call it Cinat, like the middle part of the middle part of the word. Yeah, I think you might be. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll probably like a little bit of an outlier on that. You know, I've always been kind of. I've always like blazed my own trails. Yeah, I'll let you blaze that one. Maybe I'll uh, pick it up too. But if I go out there and I say Cincinnati, I think I'm gonna like shut. No, not even Cincinnati. Just like Cinat. It's like the middle two syllables of the word. I just came up with it right now. It's it's fucking fire. 
I'll try to make it work. I'll try to make it happen. Yeah, you better. You gotta ride for the yeah, synapse. I'm gonna be out in California with y'all, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just cause I'm in. I'm living the dream out here in Hollywood. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's nice to be with the family. Keep the family close. That's true. I, I appreciate being close to family. Um. Well, dope. I think I'm going to hop off and I think I'm a, I think I might give some other people some calls too and see if they want to shed some uh, give some knowledge yeah. but uh thank you so much for uh picking up the phone. I know it's late over there. Yeah, no worries. Um it was nice chatting and peace and love, brother. That she, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Okay, bye Laura. Thanks for thanks for being on. Okay, love you. Bye. For sure. All right, that was um that was Laura. I hope I hope it sounded fine. My parents are texting me right now. Um, all right. I'm going to FaceTime a G now. This is this is what the fuck it... This is, this is all it ever was, you know. I don't think he's going to pick up. Son of a bitch. <laughs> let's try um let's try Aaron. I'm going to FaceTime Aaron. Might be might be another um, time zone debacle issue. We're gonna FaceTime. All right, well, Aaron didn't pick up either. Maybe I should try some uh, some people over here on the West Coast. I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm gonna call Brent now. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, Brent? I asked you. Huh? I asked you first. Uh, nothing much. Just chilling. You called me. Yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I just want to talk real quick. I guess see if you have, uh, like anything to say. I'm recording like my podcast for this week, and I didn't have anything planned, and I've been like super busy. I didn't have anyone to interview, so I've just kind of been talking and shit. Cause like, might as well just, might as well just put something out. So I've just been like calling people, seeing if they have anything interesting to say. So, yeah. So uh, I guess like brief introduction. This is Brand Gibson. Really, just like a smart dude. I don't know what else to say. 
Yeah, there is. I'm looking to. I think we're going to start practicing again. I think UCLA is going to start allowing club sports to uh, practice. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Awesome. So, like, what sports do you play? Uh, I play club volleyball, but we haven't been able to practice because of COVID, and it's been kind of rough, but uh, school's letting us, as long as we get tested regularly. I think it's, like, just once a week now. For sure. Do you guys get... uh, I'm hoping I can get a couple more sessions in do you guys get free tests from school like whenever you want nice nice yeah that's that's clutch that's clutch um well that's exciting what what do you you're are you you're in your last quarter now right this poor connection are you there brent 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 dude Fucking Brent. This dude just this dude just texted me. My connection's kind of bad, bro. Like, fix it, you know. Ah, I think it's reconnecting. Right, we'll call we'll call him back one more time. If not, we'll probably just wrap this up because this is this is getting uh it's getting quite tasking. Hey. Oh hey hey Brent. I'm sorry, where did we leave off? You're at school. I don't think I don't think I can hear you. Say something, Brent. Dude, I Okay. Well Hey. Uh, yeah, I can I can hear you. Um, Perfect. well, yeah, man, uh, it's, uh, I'm excited for you to, uh, excited for you to get back out on the court, I suppose. Um, and yeah, get out there. What's, uh, you graduating? You graduating soon? What's your graduation date? Hopefully, I think it's like sometime in June, maybe June 15th. I'm not too sure, but, uh, mid-June, definitely. Um, it's going to be really exciting. I still have to go get my cap and gown. I got my sash, but. I get my cap and gown ready. I, I have the op I have the opposite right now. I got I actually got my cap here in the got my cap right here. Oh, I see you have the Warriors thing. From, the, uh, oh yeah, from the game. Yeah, remember that we went to that game. I have two of them. I have two of them over there too, underneath the big jersey. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. Oh, bro, I might have an extra ticket to my graduation actually. If, if you if you if you want to come, it's like at eight a.m. on May seventeenth though, which is like a Tuesday. So yeah, I don't know. Seventeenth Tuesday. Honestly, I think I'll be at US actually Tuesday, 
Tuesdays are the days when I'm here. Wait, when's when's uh, Ray graduating? Is she graduating right now? Um, I think hers is at three p.m. What what day though? I'm not too sure. Uh, I think she just signed up for it yesterday though, so I probably should know. But yeah, same. No, I just we all like signed up for our times yesterday. They're they're doing. There's like a week and a half long of like graduations every day, but I'm trying to like. I feel like I might be able to finesse some like extra tickets, but now I don't even know if any like I don't know. Just letting you know, I'm off chance. Well, my parents are coming, but they're taking like the two tickets that we already get, and then I you're only allowed to get two tickets, but like the but like, I have like family in LA who like would come normally if I had more tickets, and I'm actually like pretty tight with like the manage the managers like of the Coliseum now so she's I might get I might get I might finesse extra few tickets yeah dang. I mean yeah I'll hit you up if I need one but um yeah I gotta ask Ray when, when she's graduating well I mean it's are her parents are both her like she's gonna use both of her tickets right yeah I think so nice um cool bro dude earlier today <laughs> when Ajit sent that snapchat bro He's skydiving. Oh, dude, you gotta get back on Snap, bro. He's like, sent. He's like, you know how he's in like slow. He's like in slow with Mo right now. He's like about to jump off a plane with Mo. Oh my! They they went skydiving. Dude, like I guess they were about to go, and then as soon as like right when they were about to get in the plane, the 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 pilots are like, oh, there's bad weather, so they didn't go. But bro, like not gonna lie, like I was kind of worried for a second. (laughs) Yeah, dude, he's got some bad luck. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, like, kind of relieved when he said that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine a Jeet falling through the air, bro. And his instructor's like, well, I've got bad news. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, he would have been attached to the guy, so if anything, it would have been, like, his fault for sure. Yeah, dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It was so funny. I actually tried. To, I tried to call him before I called you, but he didn't. He didn't pick. I was probably too busy getting fucking crunk. Crunk. Yeah, you know, like crazy drunk. Dude, do you usually record your um, podcast this late? Um, usually no. So like, I it's every like Tuesday, and it's not like I have to do every Tuesday, but like. I have to submit it to, like, the campus radio station on Tuesdays because that's, like, what my scheduled time is. But also, like, I'm, like, it's more of a proper podcast now because I want, like, Spotify and shit. But I realized, like, like a few, like, last few weeks, like, I've missed a couple. But today I was just, like, let me just, like, sit down and start talking and, like, just put it out because it's, like, it's whatever, dude. If it's, like, a shitty episode, it's not, like, it's not like anyone fucking cares, bro, like. I'm just fucking sitting here talking, so it was actually great. I, I I talked to Laura for a little bit earlier. Um, I talked about like, I talked about sounds and th- I th- I talked earlier about how you have thoughts and you transform them into sounds with your mouth, and then they travel through the air in waves, and then they hit someone's eardrum and they vibrate, and then like that person. So, like, you go from thought to sound, and then that person translated back from sound to thought. It's just, like, hella trippy. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that is fucking crazy. crazy, bro? Like, you ever think about that? Yeah, the process of communication is really intricate. Yeah, no, I was really talking about communication. Yeah, it's all, like, signals and waves. 
It's a lot of physics right there, man. It's crazy all, stuff. Yeah, dude. It's fucking physics. Metaphysics. That's like what this is. That's what this is right now. We're just... We're yeah. broadcasting over the airwaves and someone's... That's crazy. Someone, like, someone's gonna listen to it. Like, at least probably 10 people will listen to this. At least. Nah, probably more. Crazy this is. The, like, talking over FaceTime. Like, you're just talking about how, like, talking oh, in person dude. is crazy. But right now, we, we've got, like, signals going to our mouth, which are sending out waves to our phone, and our phones are connected via the internet, so they're sending these noises through, like, bytes and streams of, like, numbers, oh. and then you get it up on your phone as, like, numbers, and then it comes out, yeah. and then it goes into your brain, and then you and interpret then, that. Yeah, and then it's going into this microphone, and this microphone is going yeah. into my audio interface, and the audio interface is processing the sound and sending it to my computer. Yeah. And it's all just come, but it's all coming. It's originating from our brains, bro. Because if it wasn't for like us humans and our brains, it would be nothing, bro. Yeah, man. Humans are pretty crazy. Do you have any uh, cool alien news? Thank gosh. Uh, alien news. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So like. I, I, wait. What did you say? Anthro news. Well, like, in terms of, like, UFO, like, I don't really like saying alien that much because, like, there is a wealth of evidence for UFOs. And I'll even say intelligently controlled UFOs and, like, vehicles, but there is very little evidence, there's very little hard evidence of extraterrestrial beings. So, like, where I'm at with it is, like, I don't like to conflate the two arguments because it's, like, it's so stigmatized and, like, fringe already. Like, I don't want to just, like, start talking about aliens. Like, I want to talk about, like, the hard data and, like, science and accounts that, like, we have. So, like, yeah, like, most likely... Or, like, I don't even know. There doesn't have to be an alien in the UFO. That's the thing. Like, that's the assumption a lot of people make that I'm not... I think... Definitely it happens, but I don't know. Maybe half of them are drone. Maybe half of them are, like, remote-controlled. I don't know what the... Maybe most of them have aliens in them. Maybe only a minority of them have aliens in them. But in terms of the UFO news, like, at this point, there's, like, periodically, like, every couple weeks, there will be a new video that comes out. And most recently, there was this really interesting video of these like pyramid these pyramid shaped ufos that were caught i think by a military it was like night vision because the video was all like green and stuff but they initially came out um they were published in an article by george knapp who's like the basically the like the the ultimate like the father of like modern ufo journalism so he's broken a lot of stories um and then, yeah, like a week later, it was confirmed by the Pentagon. So, yeah, we got another one. We got another one under our belt for confirmed uh, UFO by the government. Mm-hmm. Is Okay, I got a question for you. Like, in terms of all this, like, extraterrestrial, like, information and knowledge, like, is there, like, a final result or, like, something that you're looking for that would, like, satisfy, I don't know, your quest of learning more like is there some one event in particular that you really wanted like to see happen like documented evidence of something happen that would really satisfy your hunger for this kind of stuff that's a really good question i think for me it's not like a documented public thing for me it's very much like internal 
it's very much personal and it's very much like a conscious experience. So I'm not looking for, I look for like, I look in the news and I look in the UFO community, like online and like social media, just cause it's like a place to talk with other people who are interested in the same phenomenon or may have had experiences with like certain things. But like for me, it's mainly like the internal, like my thoughts, um, how you cause, Okay. So to me, UFO sightings and I would say altered states of consciousness are, are very much linked. And I think the more you study UFOs, the more you start to realize this, which again is like, it makes the conversation harder too, because it throws in like another like curveball that like also like makes it, it like wears down on the patience of like someone who is not like into UFO, like someone like yourself who like wants like hard evidence or like fucks with like science and stuff. It's like, I don't want to like, it's like into some like really deep shit, but like, I don't know. I'll just say that I see it. I see everything as being like connected and I've had certain experiences where I've felt that I've, um, first of all, like I've seen, I've had, like I've witnessed UFOs. It's never, it's never, um, for me, all the times except for like one or two maybe it's just been like lights at night like anomalous lights that move in certain ways that i that you can't explain it's just like a ufo and you don't know what it is um but for me i don't know that's a good question like i i guess to answer your question in terms of like a public acknowledgement i think it starts with like the u.s government like i would love for them to just come fully clean there's so many because that's the thing too there's so many fucking stories that and a lot of them have been like are put out by the government or not put out but like declassified documents that like it's like one thing that i talk about sometimes is there's a declassified fbi document where the fbi literally says that they were in contact with quote space people that's how they refer to them in this declassified document and according to the FBI, according to the space people, Nikola Tesla was sent here as a baby from the planet Venus. This is what the FBI said, claimed to have heard from the, quote, space people in this document that's declassified and you can find from a government website. And so, like, things like that are crazy. And then, like, if you study, if you study um, Nikola Tesla and you read his journals, he says... In his experiments, he was doing, like, making radios and, like, doing all this shit. And, like, you can study, like, the technology he was making and how he was, like, you know, blackballed by the press. And he was trying to, like, harness the free energy, like, the natural uh, electronic or electric magnetic energy of the Earth. And he was basically trying to make energy free. And, like, that's basically, I think if he, first of all, I think he was killed. Um, You can read about his death and shit. Anyways, forget that. He he said himself that he was in contact with aliens, like, through his radio and shit. So, it's just, like, when the government puts out stuff like that, it, like, raises way more questions. And, like, I don't know if it's true or not. I know the government also, like, puts out a lot of misinformation on purpose. Um, so, I would love to see, which it actually is supposed to be happening soon because Congress gave the Pentagon 180 days in January to... Uh, release a declassified memo on UFOs. So I think that'll be a big one. Um, But yeah, I guess that's the most I can ask for is just 
for us to have the same amount of information as the government. Like, um, there was there's there's rumors or there's like one some theory that uh Dwight Eisenhower had a meeting with aliens back in the fifties, back when like the UFO it was like UFO hysteria. That's a funny thing too. Like we talk about now, like we UFOs are very much stigmatized and it's like now they're becoming less stigmatized, but like bro, back in the forties and fifties and the sixties, like UFOs were everywhere and everyone would see them and there would it was like UFO mania. It was like UFO hysteria. Like and it wasn't it's actually weird. It actually wasn't as stigmatized then because that's one of the times when they all started popping up. Like right after World War Two, the theory is like we set off the nukes and we like got their attention and they started paying attention to us more. Um, it's just funny how different time periods have different like like zeitgeists of like what is considered true and what is considered like stigma and what is considered like false. Um, and it's like you can imagine what 50 years of like CIA operations and like mass media and sci-fi movies like does to the public but yeah i'm not i don't i don't have any like i'm at peace right now like fully like with i know that's the thing too like all these ufo things that are coming out right now it's like it's like kind of old news for people who are like interested in ufos like this is not new shit coming out this is just a mainstream acknowledgement of like what the community has been doing the research and have been doing pushing through fucking declassified memos and like doing the research themselves. And it's like, now it's on Fox news. So it's like, it seems like a big deal, but like nothing is really new. Yeah. My thing is like, you know how you were mentioning that the government might be like misinterpreting information or like selectively providing information. Yeah. And I guess like, in this society, like, you'd expect that, like, UFOs would be very prevalent on, like, social media platforms, and, like, or, like, much more evidence of UFOs would be prevalent on these platforms, but it could also just be possibly that, like, these larger corporations are controlling what we see, and maybe they're filtering out, like, legitimate UFO news to, I don't know, help, uh, I don't know, yeah, like, mass hysteria or... Yeah, so... I mean, there are, there are, like, there are very compelling videos on social media. I will say some of the few, um, I think recently the three, there was, like, three main videos that, like, came out. They were circulating before, but they were, like, came out officially in 2017, which, like, really, um, like, re, I guess, restarted the whole UFO, like, debate and, like, conversation and those were like in the big reason for those is because they came from like uh navy navy like um fucking uh what do you call them aircraft carriers um so like commander david fravor he's been very vocal about it he's done interviews he's been on rogan and like he's this this one incident in 2004 is like really what like restarted this whole conversation but the basically the guy who used to work at atip which was the pentagon's like ufo research department for like years he said that those videos which are right now considered the most credible he said that those are probably the worst quality videos that the government has and the government has pictures of ufos from 50 feet away from like the cockpit of a plane 
and that's coming from and Lou Elizondo is this is the guy who ran a tip he's he's very much I guess in the UFO community and in part of disclosure efforts and he's very he's like the most vetted source of UFO information I think I, I always recommend to people like he still has government security clearance he's he's been interviewed he's like yeah, I'm going to tell you some stuff, but like, I'm going to let you know that there's certain things I still can't tell you because I'm still like cool with the government. So I don't like, I don't know. I guess just my intuition, like he's someone I trust. I don't think he's a vessel for misinformation. If he is like, it's, that would be insane just because of the time and the work he's put in, like with, with scientists and researchers who are like really serious about like figuring this out. And the other thing you said about like not having high quality like pictures of it again it's one of those things that like wears down your patience probably it's like these things these objects have like l- literally like <laughs> like stealth capabilities that like we like can't even comprehend so there's been there's been times where we've picked them up on like radar, but we don't see them. There's been times where we see them and don't pick them up on radar. They can um, break the sound barrier without creating a sonic boom, which is like physically impossible. So like we, and this is all coming from the, the military mainly. And that's the main thing that's been pushing the conversation forward recently is like now finally the the Navy and the military is saying the same things that everyone else has been saying for years. So now it's finally like legit. So, but yeah, there's, they have, um, they can do crazy shit. They can supposedly turn invisible again. Like they can hide themselves from radar. They can show up on radar and hide themselves from like normal television cameras or like, you know, just like a normal, what we would call a normal camera. Um, so that's also like that's what we've observed from these things and yeah like it's you can't I can't I can't explain it I can't explain it to you but like that explains that's what I would say to you when oh they they don't have and from my experience and from people I've talked to who are interested in the phenomenon like it's very much something that like reveals itself to you. And that's, goes back to what I was saying about how it's like a conscious phenomenon. It's not necessarily a physical phenomenon. It's very much something. It's a combination of what's in out there in reality and what your brain perceives. Um, again, there's humans can only see a fraction of the visible light spectrum, right? So there are things just by science there are things out there that we can't see there are things out there that we can't see that we know other animals can see people say cats can see spirits um or like other entities in like different dimensions they say the same thing about like young babies and stuff like that so that's really like what i that's what like i think you have to be thinking about when you talk about ufos too and again it's like yeah it's hard because now we it's like you can't it's hard to talk about two crazy things at once. That's why I don't like to use the word alien either. That's why I don't even like to talk about aliens. Like I'm interested in UFOs. Like I'm interested in these things that we've seen, that I've seen, that the government has seen, that the government has said they don't know what they are. The government has said this is a national security threat. That's like real shit. Like that's the government saying that there've been there's a trend that these things show up over where we keep our nukes which is like the most alarming thing that you could 
that you could think of. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. That's I guess that's what I have to say on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I know, what you, I know what you're saying that, like, um, we can't see them or, like, there's possibly a lot of things that are preventing us from, like, getting real hard evidence. But even though we can't see a lot of the things, like, we can see a lot of reactions that take place from the things that, um, like, act in our universe, right? Like, if these things are flying really quickly, wait, wouldn't we be able to see, like, a distortion in, like, the air patterns surrounding this UFO? I'm very glad you brought that up. I'm very glad you brought that up. I said I'm very glad you brought that up, and I'm going to say something that, again, sound makes it even more crazy and takes the conversation even farther. Um, some of the top researchers, specifically um, this company called To The Stars, that I have a tapestry of right there on my wall. Um, so, again, this goes back to what I was saying. They don't create sonic booms. They are not... Okay, so these are not aerodynamic. They're not aerodynamic because they don't interact with the air around them they don't from what we understand like we've like from the videos that we've seen they don't displace the air they go so one way i've i've uh, heard it been described is they have um and this goes back to like bob lazar's story about element 115 they have this uh, technology that supposedly this is one of the theories that supposedly creates its own field of gravity it like creates gravity so it's imagine it as like an envelope of space within space so it doesn't need to travel through or it travels okay so we say like a plane travels through the air right planes don't actually travel through the air because they're pushing the air around them so they're just going around the air and you know what i'm saying like UFOs literally travel through the air, whereas airplanes push the air around them. UFOs, from what we've seen and from the data we have, they don't move like that. They are not aerodynamic because they don't interact with the air. You won't you won't have like if if one zooms past you, theoretically you won't feel the wind. Like Whereas if a car drove right in front of you, you would feel the wind because it's, de- it's displacing that air and you'd feel the wind. Theoretically, if a UFO were to whiz by you in the same distance, you wouldn't feel the air because it's not, it, it has its own pocket of space. And then also the way they accelerate and move. Um, this is another great way to describe it. You know, if you take a laser pointer and like point it at a wall and just like move your, and just like move your hand like sporadically back and forth, the the point on the wall that's lit will like stop instantaneously and like move back and like we can't you can't do that with um uh, with any vehicle that humans have made because it takes time to like slow down you have to slow down to a stop and then you have to like excel like so basically they show instantaneous acceleration which is impossible which is like, like i'm sure you under like from a physical standpoint from physics like you can't have instantaneous acceleration right these things these things accelerate instantaneously again they don't show sonic booms when they go faster than the speed of sound um so those i guess like three things are just like other anomalies of these craft and yeah it's like it sounds crazy because like i don't know i mean like that's like i guess from my perspective like that's a really that's like explains what you were trying to say um 
I know it, it like might sound like oh I'm just trying to make up excuses but like I also like I've heard this from scientists um pilots people who have had firsthand encounters with the phenomenon no yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense I guess uh my last question here because I gotta I gotta get to bed real quick but my last question is kind of a two-parter kind of goes off of that last thing so like if these UFOs do have like very high tech from like other civilizations or just in general their their technology surpasses what we have here on earth will there ever be a point where we can match that level of technology to the point where we can expose these as real things and we can make more people like adopt the notion of like ufos like right now i I would assume that ufos are kind of like or people that believe in ufos are in the minority or like believe that their existence is significant is in the minority but like would there ever be a point where we could actually like convince the public that it is like something that exists like it's another thing in our universe that everyone should know about yeah yeah well i mean pretty much well if you like again it's levels it's like depends what you think is true and what you don't think is true so like you're familiar with like the bob lazar story like you saw that interview right right right. so i guess what i'm saying is like so like even though even though you don't think that like um, a car is true, I could, like, show you a car. You can get into mm-hmm. a car, and that can convince you that it's true. So is there ever going to be a time where that will be the same case for UFOs? Like, you may not believe it's true, but, hey, one second, I'm going to go show you this, or I'm going to let you experience, like, what it is, uh, a UFOs. Or, like, even if it's something that not that many people can experience, like flying in a plane, we can see fl- planes take off, and we can, like, physically see them go off into the sky. Will there ever be a point where we can do that yeah, so I guess if you, well, if you believe Bob Lazar, let's just say, assume that he did work at Area Fifty One and there were saucers there, then yeah, all you have to do is go there. Obviously, we know why the government's keeping a secret, but if that's the case, they, then that's where they are. Again, also if that's true, you have to realize that means there's people already, probably at least hundreds of them, if not thousands who know this, who they wake, they wake up every day and this is a reality for them. And it's this like regulation of information, which the U S government and the CIA like does so well that they literally, the central intelligence agency, like their job is to regulate information and gather as much information as they can and make sure people who they don't want to have information, don't have information. And they're one of the most powerful organizations on the face of the earth. So like, that's, those are all facts. They could do that if they wanted to. And like, that's probably what they're doing in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think, and like, again, also like there are so, 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 so many accounts of people interacting with these UFOs, sometimes entities, all like literal aliens. And it's like, again, you don't you can't take their word for it right and it's like okay why don't you have pictures why don't you have this why don't you have that all i'm saying is that there are hundreds and thousands of people brand who like that's already a reality for them whether they're crazy or whether they're it's real and these things just are stealth and only allow them to be seen when they want to be seen and i was talking bro do you know michael coital from foothill yeah he was i was talking to him the other day and he was telling me about one time him and his friends were like smoking up on the preserve 
and they saw a UFO, they saw like this, this, um, he said it was like this orb that was like changing colors and it was like green and it like looked like one of those, um, or I imagine as one of those like light up things that's like just those toys that you like sell on the street or whatever. Never mind. It's like this glowing thing of light that's like green and, and red and like blue and shit. And they said it was like moving, like just shooting across the sky where this is like late at night. And so they were taking a video of it as well. Um, and they all saw it. I don't know who else was with him, but they all like had the same exact experience all together. And then, and then when they looked at the video, there was, it didn't show up in the video. So it was just the video of the, of the night sky. So that, and, and again, like I, he, he told me that story like a, a, a couple months ago and I thought it was really interesting because I'm also like, that is, that is like such a common theme for people who see UFOs and film them. This happens all the time. Like you see a, it's usually with lights. It's usually not with the actual, when you see the metallic craft, but it's, it's usually when it's like dark and there's lights in the sky, you know, they don't show up on camera. Right. So like, for me, it's like I'm aware that that's also a phenomenon, and it's like whether or not UFOs exist or not, or they're what I say they are, they're what someone else says they are. The, what the the fact is that there are people like UFOs may not be real, but UFO sightings are very real. Does that make sense? Like, there's people are having are undoubtedly having an experience, a specific experience. And whether, like, you cannot discredit that, like, because there are communities, there are underground communities. There's, I don't, I don't like to talk about abductions either, but there's a lot of abduction stories that are eerily similar. And there are, there are conferences, there are, like, worldwide meetups of people who have been abducted and say they were face-to-face with these fucking aliens, bro. And it's, like, crazy shit. But, like, someone from India and someone from fucking Florida will have the same exact experience and come together on a conference because they're because they can't talk about it with with anyone else and that's what that's what fucking blows my mind and that's what just like makes me want to I don't like put too much time into it like I'm not like balls deep into it like some people are but like I just feel like it's something I need to be like when I think about the large scale of things and like current events and like what I think is important to like learn about like this is this is like a somewhat high priority for me just because of the sheer um profound and like consequential nature of of the phenomenon mm-hmm. yeah i definitely like knowing about this for sure like getting evidence about it I, I guess like believing in it is one thing but like actually having the real evidence would really uh suggest like some serious implications to how humanity progresses like there would be a lot of more existential considerations that people need to start thinking about um i think people will start to have a different look on their own life Mm -hmm. if they believe that thing like we're not alone in this universe uh, uh, it'll definitely cause like some level of mass hysteria but i think in the end it would like i mean this is kind of idealistic of me but hopefully it unifies the human race to like kind of pursue a similar goal and i don't know put put these stupid human uh traits aside like ego and all these other kinds of things that are holding us back and I don't know, hopefully work together and make our own UFO someday and go reach out into other civilizations. Hell yeah. That's like my kumbaya. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just say, um, I don't know how to say this. Like 
maybe it is maybe there are humans right now who maybe some of the us maybe the people in some of the ufos that we see are just us they're literally just humans who somehow elevated to a level of consciousness where they could interact with these beings or whatever this intelligence and they have adopted it and maybe maybe another theory that that i think is very interesting is that aliens are um us from the future um so you know how like basically there's this theory that like if you follow just the trend of like evolution and like what we look like right now versus what monkeys are and like not monkeys but like chimps like whatever we evolved from there's a trend that like we get skinnier our heads get bigger we lose our hair because we're we use our brains more our fingers are longer and more dexterous because we make things and we have we do tedious tasks and like basically there's a theory like if you extrapolate that what you get is the stereotypical alien like big head big big eyes no skin very slender body like almost no muscles sometimes like like sometimes it looks like they're robotic like they've merged with like um they've merged with technology like they could easily have like a microchip in them like their skin is looks like it's like biologically like made in a lab like aliens look like they're biological beings but made in a lab you know what i'm saying yeah dang, that's a, that's really interesting i know it's fucking mind-blowing too and it makes you wonder where where did this is another thing that trips me out where did the iconic alien archetype cartoon thing come from like who like if if it's not if they're not okay they could be real and they crashed crashed in a ufo in the fucking 40s and then like someone put them in sci-fi books and tried to like you know subliminally program the fucking public or whatever or some dude just fucking had the idea drew it up and somehow that just got co-opted and everyone in the world knows that that's what an alien looks like both i mean on some levels the first one makes more sense it's also like you have to believe that aliens came here so yeah, dude, there's... Like, why, like I don't, where do you think that alien fucking image came from? And why do you think that's what we all think aliens look like? I don't know. I think, also, I don't know what dimension aliens operate in. Because we, we, we operate in three dimensions, right? They could possibly, if you're talking about technology that can move oh, yeah. through, through our three-dimensional world in, like, some kind of operating on some rules that aren't from our three-dimensional world, then these aliens could possibly be a four-dimensional beings, five-dimensional beings, n-dimensional beings, right? But I, I, I think it's kind of naive to have a general view on what these aliens could look like, but definitely from our perspective, it's probably easy to, I don't know, illustrate these uh, yeah, these aliens. Exactly. Kind of human. Like, I didn't... Like, I didn't fucking make it up. Like, I don't know what it is. But I'm so glad you said interdimensional because that's another big thing in the UFO community. Like, there's the, there's the extraterrestrial hypothesis and then there's the interdimensional hypothesis. And I think I may have talked to you about this before. I, I subscribe more so to the interdimensional hypothesis because it's more consistent with my experiences and it makes everything make a little bit more sense because... Yeah, like, we know, we know we can only see a fraction of the visible light spectrum. 
So we'd be naive to assume that our, again, also like we're so constrained by our biological five senses. Like who says like aliens might have different senses. Like our five senses are so arbitrary and like whether or not like there's a sixth sense or like maybe there's just different five senses, like that's what I think is most intriguing about the phenomenon. I think if you subscribe to the interdimensional hypothesis, there's so, yeah, there's so many more possibilities and I think it makes a little bit more sense. It makes like the way that they can maneuver within our three dimensions. Like if you, um, like, you know, you know how some people say the fourth dimension could be time or like you can, you can, you can like substitute the fourth dimension as time or like that's the one thing we like to do as humans to perceive it like if if you're an entity that can basically transverse time or traverse time as if it was a physical dimension that's that would make sense of how these ufos can move in the way they do that would explain instantaneous acceleration that would explain them having their own little pocket of space that would explain them um not breaking the sound barrier because they're just they're not moving they're just in they're like in those places at the same time or like they're they can like walk across time you know yeah no definitely it's some kind of being had control of time the possibilities are endless and honestly like that ability to control time i don't think it will happen for millions of years with humans but i mean it's i think it's a plausibility like, it's definitely something that's plausible. Or not plaus- plausible, but possible. It's something that... Anything I don't know, there's, possible. like, a lot of research on, like, light and science and mm-hmm. time, but... Sound. I don't know. I, I think, I think we're, we're born in a really interesting time where we can, like, have the opportunity and we, we can think of things like this, but there will be another time where technology will be completely advanced and... This world that we know of today will be, I don't know, maybe completely misinterpreted through <laughs> our eyes, and it'll be something completely different. People will be moving through time. And like, I don't know. That's that's crazy to think about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, hey, I gotta, I gotta get to sleep. Yeah, Sam. I gotta, I gotta finish up this work. Um, yeah, I've been going. That was- that was pretty fun, man. Yeah, no, great, dude. You made this. You definitely made this. Uh, you made this episode a great one. Can't wait to. Uh, can't wait to share it with y'all. Um, off, off the podcast another time too. I'd like to get oh, to hear your thoughts. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, um, thank you so much, Brent, for for being a part yeah. of the uh, for the, the show. You got anything else? Got anything else to say? Um, to people? No, not, not really. Go brew. Go brew. <laughs> say go Bruins. Yeah. Nah, fuck. Fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, thanks for chatting, man. Um, I'll uh, I'll see you soon. All right. Peace out. Wow. This. Oh, wow. Oh man, dude. This episode ended so much differently than how it started. Um. But sick, yeah, no, we're fucking, oh, man, we are well over an hour. That's it. That's all I got for you guys today. Shout out to Brent Gibson. Shout out to Laura Bouchek. Shout out to Ajit and Aaron for not picking up their phones. Shout out to um, 
my microphone and technology for allowing me to do this and shout out to your eardrums for um resonating with these sounds and and allowing your brain to to decode this um this information peace out <laughs>